CatholicsComeHome.org today. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Thank you for joining me indeed this week on We Sing Our Faith. It's the special week of the year, isn't it? We begin this weekend with Passion Sunday or Palm Sunday, you may know it as. And then as we move through this week, we're going to experience the Triduum, Holy Thursday and Good Friday. And yeah, Good Friday, it's called that for a reason for us. And then next weekend into that magnificent celebration of Easter. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let's take a look this week at Passion Sunday or Palm Sunday. As Christ made that triumphant entrance into Jerusalem, he was greeted by the shouts and the cries of the people, Hosanna to our King, Hosanna to the Son of David. We love you, we praise you, we adore you. And they threw their cloaks on the ground in front of him as he walked into the city astride the donkey, as it, as it brought him into the city. And they waved palm branches as they cried out to welcome him. I often think about Mama Mary on that day and how many times she had heard him say previous to that that he was going up to Jerusalem to suffer and die for the sins of men, but that on the third day he would be raised. But he described it so many times that he would be handed over and he would suffer and die at the hands of men. And Mary, seeing this incredible welcome into the city of Jerusalem where she must have had fear to go, knowing that he would die. And yet look at this incredible welcome, how her heart must have soared, how she must have thought, perhaps things are not going to happen the way that he thought. I mean, look at the way that he's being welcomed. Look at the way that they are crying out, our King and our Lord. That's going to take us to our first song today from Doug Slater and his group, the beautiful song, Forever Our King. Behold, your King comes to you. Behold, your King comes to you. Jerusalem, your King comes to you. Crying out 
Thank you for writing that one, Doug, and, and thank you for the beauty in which your your folks have sung this one, reminding us that we praise our King, that He is forever our King, that He is truly the love of our souls, the salvation for us, and everything that He was willing to do for us. And again, Mary standing there and watching the praise and the just the triumphant hymn that went up, and how quickly though people change, right? How quickly the crowd turned on him. He who they had called shepherd, he who they had followed, he who they listened to every word and were relieved of sin and were relieved of ailments as he healed people and took them out of dark places of their life and into the light. He truly was the shepherd that they were welcoming in with the cries of Hosanna. The next song that I want to go to is with Sarah Kroger. And the way that she has taken this beautiful song, The King of Love, My Shepherd Is. The King of Love, My Shepherd Is. How perfect on a day like Palm Sunday. And yet even in the chorus that she wrote in between these beautiful ancient verses, how can my heart go astray? Jesus, I love you. Let's take a few moments as Sarah Kroger sings for us, The King of Love, My Shepherd Is.
days Your goodness fills me now Good shepherd, may I sing your praise Within your house forever Thank you, Sarah. Now remember that look on Mary's face. We're going to look back at Mary a little bit in this first part of the episode. Of course, it's all about Jesus. She draws us to him. She points us in his direction. She who was chosen at the beginning of time, knowing that her heart would be given completely into the love and service of God. That she who gave birth to the Savior She who conceived in her womb and carried him, watched as he was carried into Jerusalem on the back of the donkey, remembering how she herself rode that donkey into Bethlehem so many years prior, as she went there and and gave birth in Bethlehem, the house of bread, to the Lamb of God, the Savior of the world. And how quickly this crowd would change, how quickly the road of Hosanna would become the road of pain, the road of suffering for Jesus. There's another beautiful old song, Via Dolorosa, the way of pain, the way of suffering, the way of sorrow. The triumphant entrance into Jerusalem would change as the streets now, instead of riding on the back of the donkey among those incredible cries of praise, those same voices now crying out for his blood, crying out for his death, crying out for his crucifixion. How fickle is man, and how in need are we of a Savior? And let's walk with Mary now along this Via Dolorosa as she watches her son suffer for love of us, for love of each and every one of us. Connie Salazar is going to sing this one for us today. And wherever you are listening, I invite you to take these few moments to just sit and listen to the beautiful words, to the incredible heart of this woman who sings her love for Jesus as he walked along that way of suffering for you and for me. Connie Salazar, Via Dolorosa. Down the Via Dolorosa in Jerusalem that day The soldiers tried to clear the narrow streets But the crowd pressed in to see The man condemned to die on Calvary bleeding from a beating there were stripes upon his back and he wore a crown of thorns upon his head and he bore with every step the scorn of those who cried out for his death down the via dolorosa called the way of suffering 
Before he was crucified for each and every one of us, he met in that upper room with his 12 and with Mama Mary. And they celebrated together as a family the Passover, that beautiful sharing of that tradition of, of being freed from that yoke of slavery as the angel passed over those who had marked the doorposts with the blood of the Lamb. And here Jesus is in the upper room with his 12. And now it is not the blood of, of lambs or goats, but his own blood that would save us. And as he lifted up the bread and he said, take this and share it. This is my body. And taking the chalice, he said, and this is my blood to be shed for mankind. 
And when you share this meal from now on, it is no longer a symbol, but me, my body, my blood truly present for you. And he instituted the Eucharist on that most incredible holy night of Holy Thursday that we will celebrate and remember when this incredible part of our faith began in that first Eucharist, in that first celebration of the body and blood of Christ, not only in symbol, not only in a memory, but when he instituted it and then went forward to literally be the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, giving us mercy and peace from our sins. Now, I want to sing for you this beautiful old hymn at that first Eucharist. And when we hear the words of this song, and we pray that those who have been separated from the flock will come back, how powerful will that be? When we are all united again under one roof, no longer divided by, by various things that keep us separated instead of the one truth that we all need to cling to, and that is within the Catholic faith, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. From me, your host, Julie Carrick at that first Eucharist. Oh, 
Uh, today I'm coming to you from my second office. As you all know, um, I am a Catholic recording artist and author. I present missions all around the world, but I am also on staff at a beautiful parish here in Scottsdale, Arizona, the Blessed Sacrament Catholic Church. It's no coincidence that this is the parish I belong to. To have my heart so steeped in the truth of who I believe I receive, and not just what I believe, but the reality of who we receive in the Blessed Sacrament, Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And this week as we prepare to celebrate these incredible um, mysteries of our faith, as we have this weekend, Passion Sunday, and then move in on Thursday to Holy Thursday, that incredible institution of the Eucharist, um, it begs us all to ask that question. Do we believe who we receive in the Blessed Sacrament? It is not a symbol. He is not just bread reminding us of what happened 2,000 years ago. It is not just a sip of wine that's a nice memory of something that he did, but the reality that he gave of himself, his body and blood, soul and divinity, allowed himself to walk that road of Calvary, to be that lamb of sacrifice for each and every one of us. And do we fully acknowledge that? Or are our senses so dulled by the things of the world that we lose sight of who it is we are receiving? I want to share with you the song that I wrote, Standing on the Edge of the Canyon. And I've told you the story before, but to realize that when we kneel before him, we are in the same instance in that manger in Bethlehem where the Lamb of God was placed in the manger in the house of bread who grew up and walked that road of Calvary after instituting the Eucharist in that upper room so that he might remain with us, not just in symbol, but in true form. From me, your host, Julie Carrick, Can My Heart Conceive? Sure. The beauty of the canyon 
What senses fail to fathom Can my soul contain The bounty of your grace As the lens tries to capture The beauty of the canyon And if you've just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, this is a very special episode as we are celebrating this weekend the Passion Sunday, Palm Sunday, that triumphant entrance into Jerusalem, and then the days that are coming this week of Holy Thursday and Good Friday. For information about the artist and the ministry of those folks who are included in this episode, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. We sing our faith.org. That's the site. The toll free number is 1 888 880 6874. And we are here to connect you. Now, as we continue today, we're going to move into Good Friday. And it's such a strange word to hear those together, right? Good Friday. Because it doesn't feel good. It was a painful suffering day for Christ. And yet we claim it as Good Friday because of the good it gave us, our salvation, by the most incredible act of love the world has ever seen, by the one who loves us more than we can ever comprehend, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is willing to die for us. And to come here knowing that he would be our Savior and our Redeemer and at the cost that it would be to him for us, that incredible love. One of the things that I've noticed over years of being in ministry in various churches around the country, and, and even here in my home diocese, we, we experience it in parishes, there's this, um, there's this kind of strange thing about what is the best music, right? This is a music program, right? Music and, and beautiful teachings of our faith. But you have groups that will say, well, it has to be traditional. You have other groups that will say, well, it has to be contemporary, because if it's not contemporary, we're not going to reach our youth. I'm sorry, but it's not about the music. It is about the content of what we hear within each of these sacred celebrations during this most holy of weeks. And on Good Friday, I would hope that everyone takes some moment of silence to just ponder this incredible act of love. Um, I think if each and every one of us, regardless of our age, would just sit with our Lord, or maybe on Good Friday this week, sit in the empty church, feeling that, that emptiness, feeling the truth that he died for us, and that in those hours between Good Friday and the Easter Vigil, when the world is silence and we are missing his presence in our churches. What a painful time to realize that it is all about him, 
all of the other things simply go away when we spend time with him in that silence. But if you want to think of a song or the lyric of those, those words that would open that space in our hearts, let's go to a beautiful old sacred hymn, O Sacred Head Now Wounded, because that is what happened for us. He was wounded beyond recognition in the scourging and the crowning of thorns as he fell three times face down onto the hard earth and got back up every time and continued the journey. Let's take a few moments now as Jamie Teton sings for us, O Sacred Head Now Wounded. O Sacred Head Now Wounded With grief and shame weighed down Now scornfully surrounded With thorns thine only crown How pale thou art with anguish With sore abuse and scorn
When I worked on a project a number of years ago, I take you at your word, I wanted to include a song about the Eucharist that brings the point home to us. That again, it was at the greatest cost to Christ. It was in that incredible suffering that he willingly did for us. And when we look at the crucifix, when we look at that cross on Good Friday, and we come to venerate the cross, and we kiss it or we hug it, we give some, some way of acknowledging our thanks for what he was willing to suffer and that instrument of torture that he was willing to suffer on for us. And we look at that cross and all that it means. It's very hard for me to wear just the cross. I need to wear a crucifix because without his image on it, the cross seems hollow. It was his act of love upon it that makes the cross worth venerating. When I think of the blood that seeped into the wood of the cross, his sacred blood, when I think of the sweat from his brow that dripped down and too became part of that cross, what he was willing to suffer for us makes all the difference for our salvation. So I want to sing for you the song, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross. And as you hear it today, allow those words to sink in so that when we approach the altar to receive him on Good Friday, acknowledging the sacrifice that he was willing to do for you and for me. Do 
There's a prayer that is most magnificent on Good Friday, and it's the Anima Christi. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me, because it literally did. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. In a euphoric sense, let me come under the influence of that which I consume, that I might be inebriated in love for you, Jesus Christ. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. As we look at what he was willing to suffer, knowing that anything that we're going to suffer in our life, whether it is physical illness, emotional stress of ourselves or our loved ones, whatever we're going to suffer in this world, we know that we can look to him because his passion truly can strengthen us. There's a beautiful artist in Texas, Tori Harris Gray, and the beauty that she has taken this wonderful prayer, the Anima Christi, and has written it into a song, At the Cross. Let's take a few moments now as Tori sings for us. Soul of Christ, sanctify me, body of Christ, save my soul. Blood of Christ, be all-consuming, water from your side, wash me clean. Passion of Christ, strengthen me, and oh, good Jesus, hear my plea.
we go through this incredible Holy Week, beginning this weekend with Passion Sunday, and taking the steps together as we journey through Holy Thursday and Good Friday, let's take that time with our Lord. If you haven't regularly gone to Eucharistic Adoration, take some time early in this week to do that. Most parishes that have Eucharistic Adoration 24-7, it stops on Holy Thursday during that beautiful Holy Thursday Mass, and then it resumes again after the celebration of, of the Easter, um, the beauty of the Easter Vigil on Saturday next week. But as we take some time to be with him, um, I remember those words that he said to those apostles of his when he came out of the garden. And he said, could you not stay with me one hour? Could you not spend one hour with me? And I believe that during this time of, of Holy Week, we can take that time to be with him. And then perhaps as we begin to sing some of those beautiful hymns like, were you there? Or at the cross, her station keeping, we can answer with a resounding yes. Were you there? Yes, Lord, I was with you. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? I maybe wasn't there 2,000 years ago, but I'm with you now, Lord. Every time I come to you in Eucharistic adoration and I sit in your presence and I ponder the beauty of what you are willing to endure for me, for love of me and for love of my soul. Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Were you there when Mary watched her son suffer and die for each and every one of us? And if we were standing at the foot of the cross with her, what would we say to her? What would we say to John? What would we say to Mary Magdalene? What do we say to Jesus? To take us to the top of the hour, we're going to hear the most beautiful rendition of this very simple, simple song, Were You There? As Jamie sings this for us now, as Jamie Teton sings this for us, sing along with her, or perhaps just listen to the words and answer them in your heart, and then plan on how you will answer them this week to literally take time with our precious Lord and Savior.
Thank you for spending this hour with me. It is always a privilege, but never more so than a week like this week. For information about all of the artists, please visit wesingourfaith.org, wesingourfaith.org. The toll-free number is 1-888-880-6874, and we're here to connect you. Now until next week, May God bless you and keep you. All Catholic, all the time. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Looking for a career move where you can put your faith into action as you build relationships within your local community? Decided Excellence Catholic Media is one of the fastest growing private media companies in North America. We are seeking media, marketing, and sales professionals who want to join our team to produce exclusive faith-filled magazines that support local businesses. To learn more about Decided Excellence Catholic Media, please visit DecidedExcellence.com. That's DecidedExcellence.com. Join the people of St. Jude Parish in Allen on the third Saturday of each month as they hold their 40 Days for Life. Following morning Mass, participants will carpool to the Whole Women's Health Clinic to peacefully pray for an end to abortion and offer Choose Life handouts. Participants will meet up back at St. Jude after about an hour. If you've been looking for a way to further the pro-life cause, this is your chance.
Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, proud sponsor of this radio station. I'm inviting you to save the date for this year's The Catholic Homeschool Conference. It is virtual, so you can attend from the comfort of your own home or from a local watch party in the DFW area. It happens on Friday, June 10th, and Saturday, June 11th. Our theme this year is empowering you to homeschool joyfully. More details to come as we approach the date. May God continue to bless your homeschooling journey. To persevere in faith requires an intentional effort to keep our gaze upon the Lord. To help, all men are invited to attend the 11th Annual North Texas Catholic Men's Conference on Saturday, April 30th that includes Mass, prayer, and the sacraments. It takes place at St. Anne Catholic Church in Capel from 8 to 3.30 p.m. Registration and sponsorship opportunities are available online at catholicbrothersforchrist.com. Catholic speakers will include Annie Hickman and others, plus music by the Dave Moore Band. So sign up this week at catholicbrothersforchrist.com. That's catholicbrothersforchrist.com. Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing and free ultrasounds. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit LorettaHouse.org or call 940-380-8191. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. 